Hey guys, in today's podcast, we're gonna talk about position sizing strategies and how to put yourself in the most profitable positions as well as put yourself in scenarios that, well, helps you best from a psychological perspective. Now, before we hop into the episode, do me a favor, if you haven't done so already, make sure you like, subscribe, follow this podcast, whatever you have to do, wherever you're listening to this podcast at, And at the very end, while you get a minute or maybe while you're listening, do me a favor, leave me a rating and a review. That is one of the best ways you can support the show. All right. Enjoy. So this was a a long trade that he took. We're looking at this on Monday and he was a little bit worried about secondary targets because of the presence of the bat pattern. The bat pattern was here and he asked me a question this morning. He said, hey, Akil. He said, uh, it's funny, I never start, I never took advanced patterns into account until I started seeing them complete and kind of get in the way of my targets in my other trades. But he said, Akil, I have a question. He said, if I have a target two or a target three, it takes three targets, I believe. If I have a target two or a target three, that is beyond uh, like an advanced pattern formation, something that is something that is in the way, because he, he takes them at Fibonacci levels. So if I have a, a, a target level, that is beyond a point that I deem to be dangerous, like the completion of a bat pattern. He said, would it be a problem with my profit targets to not have them be equal position size? Meaning that if I'm trading a a three unit and equal position size would be, let's say I'm trading a six unit. Um, And and unit means just like the amount of positions you have. It could be mini pip, micro pip, whatever you wanna be, Um, or mini lot, micro lot. So if I'm trading a six unit and, I, and I'm taking everything off equally, I would take two off at target one, two off at target two, two off at target three. Do you guys think it would be an issue if he weighted it a little bit different, differently? So maybe taking four off at target one, one off at target two, another one off at target three. Is that something that's doable or is that a dumb idea? Greg says, you're a dumb, no, Greg says, good, <laughs> Greg says, doable. Yeah, it's certainly doable. There's nothing wrong with that at all. And in fact, it could be encouraged. Because let me ask you this. This is a, a, a pretty, even, well, should be a pretty easy question to answer. What has the higher percentage of being hit? Target one, target two, or target three? Akil's easy answer of the day, which many people will overthink, believe it or not. People will be like, ah, right? Target one. There is no possible way that target three can ever have a higher win percentage than target one. It's, it's impossible. <laughs> it is impossible. So target one always has your highest win percentage, right? T- target two has a lower win percentage than target one, but a higher win percentage than target three. Target three has a lower win percentage of both target two and target one. So if we think about it from that perspective, that the further I go up in target, the lower my win percentage is, the less chance I have of this thing getting hit, the more money I can possibly make too. So I'm not saying multiple targets are, are dumb, right? Because you can hit at a lower win percentage, but if you make more, then it outweighs it. But just from a, a, a hit perspective, target one's gonna be your safest target. That is gonna be hopefully your, your money in the bank, your, your go-to, your, your, your safety net. That is on who wants to be, was it who wants to be a millionaire? That is the, when you choose to make that phone call, that is the friend that you know knows all the useless information in the world and they got you. That is that lifeline. <laughs> that is not calling me. <laughs> Unless it's a sports question or a trading question and I got you. 
Um, but so with that taken in mind, our goal, at least my goal is trading as a trader. And most professional traders are pretty risk averse. Most professional traders aren't like shoot for the moon, home run, win everything and change my life on a single trade. Most traders are like, let me sneak into this jewelry store. Let me steal some money from the market and let me leave before I don't get caught or before I get caught and then do it again. If target one is your highest hit rate, it makes perfect sense to remove the bulk of your position at a target one. You've made money, you've locked yourself into making money. In most cases, stops are moved to break even after target ones are hit. In most cases, I would advise that. And yeah, you're trading with free money and you have some riskier positions on and you still have a little bit left to take advantage of. So I certainly think that's a good idea is to weigh your, your profit targets, take more off at the first one and then less off going forward. Now, what's interesting is there there's a different approach as well. I can make the, the opposite can make sense too of having your biggest position taken off at target three. Now, you, you guys are probably asking yourself, how can that be possible? Do, do you guys have any idea on how that can be a positive? Why, why would it be beneficial to have the bulk of your position at your furthest target? The one that has the, the least likelihood of being hit. In what crazy, mad, coked up trading world can that be positive? Coca-Cola, of course. It makes you think, right? Because I just told you about, hey, win percentage, safety. Most traders are risk adverse. I see a few people typing, so I don't, I don't want to spoil it yet. But I think it is interesting because I've, I've heard stories about this before, and like, although it doesn't necessarily, it doesn't meet my philosophy and personality in the market, it does make perfect sense. And again, we're talking about. The first situation was, hey, if we have three targets, weighting your uh, weighting, not weight, like weight, like pounds and kilos, um, weighting your targets towards the, the, front, the front half. So target one position is more than what you take off at target two and what you take off at target three. So kind of scaling, not scaling out in a sense, but scaling your position down as you hit multiple targets. Um, the other scenario would be the opposite, kind of scaling up having your biggest position taken off at target three, medium target two, less at target one. Rafael says lower uh, lower occurrence, but larger profit. Yeah, you do get larger profit on the, the bigger target. So let's say, again, I'm, I'm trying to filibuster what I got. I see Cody and Bud typing, so I'm gonna give you a couple more seconds, but I can only talk for so long. Bud says actively managing stops, moving along as he takes them off. So here, here is, here's a story I once heard from a trader. Um, and it would, it dealt 100% with trading psychology. So he was good at placing targets. The problem was he would freak himself out on the way, you know, while price was on the way to hitting those targets, right? Sound familiar? You ever, you ever have a target just lingering and dangling out there and price is working towards it, but you start freaking out because it's not there yet? Yeah, you know, it might have happened one, once or twice or every time you trade, perhaps every single trade, right? <laughs> Unless you hit something overnight like pound yen for me last night. Whew. 
talk about that later. Thank God. Um, but so he found himself getting becoming a psychological wreck again, right? Sounds familiar. And eventually sabotaging himself on these trades. So he, he would never actually let Price go to his target level because, you know, it would go up and down and up and down. He'd be yo-yoed and, and Wimbledon back and forth. And then he'd eventually get scared and, 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 and sabotage himself. So what he noticed about himself is that the problem wasn't necessarily not that target getting hit. The problem was fear of losing everything. And not, not, not everything as far as like blowing an account, but but losing everything on a trade. Like what bothered him the most, and it's key that we find out what bothers us in trading. What bothered him the most in trading was being in a situation where he got nothing from the trade. He just lost everything. So what he found was that if he just took a little bit of his position out, right? A little bit for profit, for any amount of profit. Now it, it was planned. It wasn't just like he it wouldn't go up one pip and take out. I don't know what, what his number was, but, but it would be a very small safe target level. If he took any of his position out and put some money in the bank, right? Then it allowed him, it unlocked this newfound confidence that allowed him to stay in the trade. Because now he had peace that, hey, no matter what happens in this trade, I didn't lose my entire risk, whatever that may be. That may make sense to some of you. It may make no sense to some of you. It, it, it made sense to him. So for him, think about him doing his targets kind of backwards. His, his let's, let's say we're doing a three target just to stick with the same example, right? His third target would actually be his main target. Right. So instead of a third target being like some home run trade, his third target would be like his main target, the point where he actually thought price was going to go. He would then have a secondary target. I think he only did two. But again, staying with the example, he would then have a secondary target kind of in the middle and then a first target very close, a very safe target. So in this situation, instead of taking the bulk of his position out of the first target, because the first target isn't actually a prediction. It's just based off his safety. It's, it's purely psychological. He knows price should blow past this level. It's purely psychological. So if this first target is just purely psychological, does he want to remove the bulk of his position at this very easy, simple target? Right? Probably not. He just wants enough to get him feeling good. So this would be an example of, hey, if we're going back to, what do we say, a six unit, he'll take maybe one off at target one just to feel good maybe one off at that target two just to feel good and then leave the bulk of the position for four units left for that target three which is actually the main prediction so he's doing this to manage psychology so that that's a different approach and i know it may sound weird to some of you i i don't see i wouldn't see myself doing it because i'm a scaredy cat um i'm pretty i'm pretty conservative with targets in the first place so i don't really i don't, I don't have breathing room to take them <laughs> even closer um but it makes sense it makes sense and, and, and it's cool to just see that trading is it, it's about technical analysis it's about having an edge it's about all that stuff but it's also it's about managing risk and it's about managing yourself and one of the main keys of trading is understanding what causes you to tick understanding what causes you to to mess up in the market and then finding a solution to take yourself out of that position. 
and he created a risk management approach that was really self-management. The risk was him, right? Because he was sabotaging the trades. The risk was him. It wasn't necessarily on the chart. The risk was him doing dumb stuff. And he developed a risk management tactic to manage his own personal risk. I think that's brilliant. I think that's brilliant. And it's a, it's a, it's a really cool example of what the evolution of trading really looks like. Cool topic and just shows how, again, there are different ways to approach different things in trading and there's not just one set way that works for everyone. Now, if you're looking for a training program that works with you in that type of capacity, meaning not a place that says you have to do it this way, but teaches you more of the foundational elements and gives you many different tools and opportunities to be profitable in the market, check out our website, www.tier1trading.com. We do teach specific strategies, but overall, we also teach you how to become an overall consistently profitable trader and ultimately build a strategy that is the best fit for you, your situation, and of course, your philosophy and personality personality www.tier1trading.com. I recommend starting with the 14-day risk-free trial membership. That way you can get on the platform, try everything out, and make sure we're the right fit before making any type of commitment. www.tier1trading.com.